0: Welcome everybody, it's an absolute pleasure to have Imi Ganji with us today. And now I have to say something, Uh, we were just bantering here, and Imi Ganji is probably one of our longest standing consistent top producers over and over and over again. And and it speaks to um, your consistency of implementation Um, But you've also got some war stories now, a story from the trenches, um, and Amy is also um, probably best known for being the snappiest dresser uh, in the office, um, but outstanding, uh, so genuine, um, so easy to get along with, and willing to share and give back. And so, Amy, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me.
1: So to to start, just because you are a little bit of a a real estate institution, (laughs) talk a, a, a bit about your story. How long have you been doing this?
2: Actually, this, it's, it's a funny story, I must say. Um, the journey began 1990 March. What actually happened was um, my wife had actually enrolled originally to become a realtor. And uh, I was a professional waiter at the time. I've been doing that for 12 years. That was my chosen career. That was not a job, it was a career for me. Two days before the course started, she backed out. She said, I'm sorry, I don't want to go through with this, it's already paid for, you have to go do it.
1: No. <laughs>
2: yes. Wow. <laughs> yes. Really? Yeah. That's exactly how it we started. Were so, you mad at her? Yeah, k- kind of, <laughs> of course, because I, I, was, I, was, I was happy doing what I was doing. I, like yeah. I said, that was my chosen career as a professional waiter. That was my chosen career. And, uh, and I worked at some really snazzy places in Calgary. And it's
1: funny, we don't have time to get into yes. this, but when you say professional waiter, the stories that I've heard from you, I didn't realize what that meant yeah. until I've heard about who you've been selected to work for and yes. brought in for occasions. And that's, if any, if, if any of you ever see me um, mm-hmm. in another setting, ask him about it because you have some amazing story. Yes. Anyway, exactly. so, so you go to real estate school yes. not wanting to. So
2: not wanting to and uh, of course uh, I was totally overwhelmed back to the school setting after I don't know how many years of not uh, of being out of school. And so uh, three weeks later, uh, back then it was a three-week course. We did that at the real estate board downtown on uh, 6th Avenue, or (laughs) 5th Avenue, I should say. And uh, three weeks, and a week later, so essentially in May, I was a (laughs) fully licensed realtor. Now, were you committed to it, or were you like... I had no choice. (laughs) (laughs) I had to get in. And at the same time, uh, we just had our first... Our son uh, was about eight, nine months old at the time. So that also allowed us to kind of deviate from my, you know, not necessarily nine to five job, but you know, two different shifts. And so I said, okay, that might help us spend some more time with our, with our son. Wow. So got right into the, as you call the trenches immediately. What a
0: cool thing though, because I bet you, I bet you what uh, you've learned in the service industry. um, I mean, this is a service business. Totally. Would you say that it helped you?
2: Very much, very much. Yeah, very much because uh, you know, when you meet clients or realtors, you're dealing with uh, with people, no matter what, and they're all different. I mean, you could meet five different clients, and they have a total five different personalities. Yeah. And that's in my service industry that helped me a lot. Yeah. Every table was different than the other. It, yeah. yeah.
0: You know, in this conversation, we want to talk about the art of the deal and, and more of like, and you, you nailed it right away, because it, it's people yes that are, are part of the deal. So um, so coming on 28 years yes. in Gosh. real estate, years, yeah, uh, congratulations. You're, yeah, I'm, you, I'm, I'm
1: just looking at that. That's your 25 yeah. year Kreb pin.
2: Yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. that's, that's 28 outstanding. Years. 28 full time. Continuous twenty-eight years. That's
0: unbelievable. Yeah. Exactly. I actually have a black mark in my record because I actually took a year off. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm like, so I was like, oh, I'm in my fifteenth year, but my Kreb is like, Krebs says like, so more like not, fourteen or thirteen, oh, right. depending on how we oh, do it. Um, Thank you, okay. Lord. So, so take us on this journey you've done, deals with hundreds of different types of people. Mm-hmm. Um, let's take it from the client perspective right now. How do you deal with difficult clients? Tell us about um, sort of your approach to it because um, you know we have people that want to list too high, we have people that just want to play hardball, we have people that are just right upset. I can't imagine the stories you have.
2: Oh, actually I must say, I, I've been seriously, honestly, I've been extremely blessed. It, it, when, when I thought of that to tell you, just as you were telling me, I'm trying to go back and it's hard for me to think remember actually a difficult client
1: i really i have to interrupt him yeah. in please so you and because i know you and you know we, you and i were having a conversation and about this last week and I, you, you might mention this about realtors but you never not go to someone's level when they need you to be there
2: that's the most important thing yes
1: So when I think about you saying that you you, you haven't had a difficult client in 28 years, it's impossible. I don't believe you. (laughs) And I think that you are just so good and maybe that's something that we should talk about. Just you're extremely empathetic. You're an extremely good listener and you're a problem solver. And I bet a lot of that (coughs) leads to, to not be able to think of an incredibly bad situation. I don't know if you're the type of person that could let something get to that point.
2: You know, you hit the nail on the head. I think listening is the art of the deal itself. If you're able to listen to the needs of, be it a client or a realtor, if you are able to focus on that and look at what the end result for that client is or that realtor is, you're, I think, 80% already. The deal is already 80% done, in my opinion. And as you said earlier, I've dealt with the realtors that are, You know, unfortunately in our business, or I should say fortunately in our business, we have a lot of really, really, really good realtors. I've been in the business a long time. They have been a long time. There's no arrogance or anything like that. But then there are some that will just tell you exactly, look, I've been in the business, you know, (laughs) 10 years. I I had an example. In uh, November, I had a realtor that I dealt with, and he's right off the bat. You know, I've been in the business a long time. And I would just kind of ask him, so how long have you been? Oh, 10 years. I said, oh, wow. You know then please take it easy with me because i'm kind of new yeah so the minute you bring them down or bring yourself to their level the walls are torn down one of my
0: one of my favorite sayings lately is um that empathy leads to uh uh, adaptability yes and and exactly what you said about the listening yes and when and then you say okay what's this person's end goal yeah and if you can visualize yourself in those shoes, mm-hmm. and then now you can adapt and act
2: accordingly. You know, I've uh, just last week I was speaking with some realtors and said, well, how, you know we're just talking off topic about how many houses have you shown a client or whatever, and oh, 150, over two years. I, I said, oh my God, if I go beyond 15 houses, I think I'm doing something wrong. Yeah, I, and yeah. tell us about that. Yeah, I, I 15 houses and I haven't showed you anything you like, Either we go back to the office or fire me. <laughs> There's something, something wrong, something I'm not doing that's right or you're not telling me what you want.
0: Let's take that a specific yeah. example just for one yeah. second. I want to play yeah. into this because a lot of realtors struggle with that. Yes. Um, they just show houses to the blue in the face and their attitude of it is that, um, well, you know what, like, mm-hmm. I'll show them as many as they need. Mm-hmm. And like, that's mm-hmm. okay, except for you're no longer honoring their time either. That's correct. And so what do you do to find out what the client wants. How do you filter that
2: down? So uh, my rule is first five houses. If I'm not able to uh, find them the right house in the first five houses, I'm back to the drawing board and I'm bringing them back to the office and I'm sitting them in front of the the MLX system, our matrix, and asking them, okay, what is it that we haven't seen in these five houses that you're looking for? Mm -hmm. Okay, so then let's go and find out what does your house look like and you write it down on a piece of paper and then you show them, yes, there's no such thing as a perfect house, you can't even build a perfect house, but you got to come close to it if you listen, Yeah, that's it. And sometimes you might have to guide them a little bit depending on their budget. Their budget might be here and their you know, expectations <laughs> are It yeah, never happens. Yeah, happens. very rarely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I like that. I really like that though because you're right, it'd be, it'd be easy. To add another ten homes to
2: the list, yeah. very easy.
1: But if you've yeah. missed the mark on something, to save you're just
2: continuously doing the same thing and just going around spinning your wheels around, but not moving anywhere.
0: It means people's real estate businesses are like that. It's like you know, you 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 implement for you know your first six months, and you're not yeah. getting the results you want, or you you've had a bit of a drought for a while, yes. and it's time to take yourself back to the office exactly. and and do the same thing. And I love what you said about clients because it's that feedback loop of you you implement you adjust, yes. you implement, you adjust, and realtors, you get caught up in that. And, and I, I love what Kirsten brought up of the standpoint of, well, if you understand your clients, maybe they're not that difficult. Maybe yes. you have
2: to come to their level. I think that's what it is. Uh, if you listen, and what you said, the word adapt, Yeah. I think you're already there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just listen. So you don't try to change people. No, of course not, because you're not gonna live with them. <laughs> yeah. It's their home. Yeah. You want to, uh, make them feel at home, and w- when you give the keys to the to the to them to open the door on possession date, well, the smile will tell you
1: <laughs> if that's their home or not.
2: Exactly. Amy,
1: yeah. the, the people that the people that you've worked with, um, you've worked with, you know, people whose collective income would be sixty thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. and you've worked with people whose collective incomes would be ten million dollars yes. a year or more, um, and you are. And you know, correct me with my mom, but you're willing to work with a lot of different people. You,
2: you don't have a choice in this. You, you if you're gonna, <clears throat> how do I put it? If you're going to segregate people from, well, i don't only want to work with this client or this client, I don't think you will last in the yeah, business. Or
0: discriminate anymore. on
1: it. Yeah. Well, and that, and that's what I wanted yeah. to yeah. ask because I, I know that there's some people that say, you know, like, I don't, I don't really want to work with first time home buyers yes. or, you know, I, I want to focus on luxury on luxury properties only, yes. but throughout your career, there isn't a single person you haven't worked with and there isn't a single type of property that That's you haven't sold. Okay. Yes. Is there, go, going from all of those different walks of life, I mean, you, you're you're a very humble person, you don't even, you don't see anything like that. Mm. How, is it, how is it adapting to completely different situations all of the time?
2: You know, uh, realtors, I think we would do well if we had psychology degree. Yeah, it's Yeah. so true. Yeah, if, uh, you're almost, uh, you're dealing with people every single day, and guess what psychologists do? Do with people every single day. Absolutely, right? that's all they do. And so, if you that's what, if you put yourself in their shoes every time you meet someone, goal's established. Mm-hmm. That's outstanding. Yeah, you, you're done. Yeah, if you're able to, the word again you use was adapt to their needs or. Or their wants if you're able to adapt to their personality I think uh, you're in
1: so do you yeah. find that you do the same when you're on the phone with I mean you know a lot of realtors in town obviously because you've yes. done a lot of business which is probably helpful yes but when you're working with another realtor do you kind of take the same approach like yeah. I, I'm going to adapt to like my, my, my personality doesn't quite matter yes your personality matters and I which is interesting in real estate yeah. because there are a lot of egos. There's a lot oh, of entrepreneurs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and a lot of people are like, no, like this, this, this is me. This is, this is it. Yes. And that's yeah. not your approach.
2: Never has been. Never has been. I, I my, my head will fit in any door. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which is, awesome. which, which yeah. is
1: beautiful. And I, yeah. and I bet that has probably helped. That's probably helped with a lot of deals. When you, when you look at other realtors and kind of it's the 11th hour yes. and stuff sitting in the fan, and someone is a real pain on the other end of the phone, mm-hmm. what are some strategies that you've used to pull deals like that together in the final hours? And that's
2: happened, that's happened a lot, no question about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, they might be following their their clients um, instructions. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, and I'm following my client's instruction depending on the buyer side or the seller side. So yes, you come to an impasse at one. Sooner or later, you know, not every deal goes together. That's right. And some have not, and you just walk away. If that's what it needs to be, then you walk away. But of course, when you've come so far, you've worked all day, maybe all night on one particular, and you're only like $1,000 apart, and it's happened before that you know, $1,000 can do it sometimes. Greater that's debt, yeah. crazy. Yeah, you know, it, it's happened. But sometimes you know, when you're so close, you just gotta sit back and say, okay, what do we need to put this together? And then just, the important thing is, find out what is required to make this happen. Yeah. This what is, is required? That's this it. Is kinda ask put, the question. This
1: is putting you on the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, can, you, can you think of an example like that, where at the end, the th- or something that brought it together was, was so silly or so small, but like, that's all that it took?
2: Is, uh, put it this way, let me ask you. Is losing a deal over a stove a big deal? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's how, how close it came. That's how close it came to lose a deal over a stove.
0: It's like an $800 appliance. 800, yeah, it was We're actually,
2: gonna... a, that one was a little bit higher end and that's probably the buyer wanted it and the seller wanted right. to keep it right. and all that. And so, you know, there's four parties to every transaction. The seller, the buyer, listing agent, buyer's agent. Yeah. There are four parties to every transaction. A lot of emotion with that. Exactly. And everybody's rooting for their own sides, right? So suddenly four parties, but there's two sides. There's always one side, the other side, and the happy side. (laughs) And you just gotta bring it together.
0: How do you get around that? So the stove yeah. becomes—I I mean, yeah. I've been in that situation many times, sure. where you know you're you're now negotiating over this fridge, yeah. and yeah. It, it, was it was emotional as a wedding
2: gift. Yeah, you know, like, really what? And that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what it was. <laughs> Believe like, it or not, that's exactly what it, it was. was you know, it? Yeah, that, that's what <laughs> it was. Well, we got this as a wedding gift. <laughs> yeah. How long ago? Well, it was ten years ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Really? Do you still? Yeah, have you still the attached But you're married to each other, not to the stove. That's right. You know, and so that's how we managed to. Perspective. I mean, yeah, just wow. tell them, look, you're you married to each other, right? Are you really actually married to the stove? That's how I went about. Psychology away. degree
0: paid off. That's it. Yeah.
2: That's so all
1: it <laughs> we've yeah. heard of you know of some realtors kind of it's, and when you said 000, this, mm. the thousand dollar thousand dollar one, you know, I've heard of some agents say you know, both realtors in a situation like that will be like, you know what, I'll just throw in five hundred dollars of mine and five hundred. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Okay, so I'm obviously not a realtor, but yes. when I hear that sometimes I think, it's so great that you're making this work. Yes. And then part of it is like, should you be should you should you be doing that? Yeah. I don't know. What are your thoughts?
2: So every transaction is a different transaction. So if, if you let's say if you worked with a buyer for let's say three months and you've, you know, done a lot of work with them and, and said, geez, you know what? Am I gonna walk away from this deal for five hundred dollars? So, in other words, a piece of pie is better than no pie at all. Or, you know, I've worked really hard for every dime mm-hmm. I'm going to make on this deal. Yeah. And then also think about that: if you're going to give that $500, that's $500 less in your income. That might be enough to put the roof over your head or food on Total. the table for your children or for your family. You know, things like that. You look at it differently. I'm not saying that. Do not do that. Uh, but don't always just say, okay, well, you know, yeah, I'll throw in this and I'll throw in that. The solution
1: isn't always to just, that's sometimes right. you just need to walk away yeah, and be walk okay away. with
2: it. I've done that. <laughs> walk away.
1: I bet that's hard. Yeah,
2: walk away. Yeah, it, you know what? If you understand your client well, you can walk away and sell them something else. Yeah, that's, no, that's all true. Yeah, And I've walked away and next day you get a call from the listing agent and say, hey, listen, okay, let's put it together. Because yeah. they have had a t- night to think about this. If well, are we walking away from a thousand dollars? We've got a buyer finally that's ready to, uh, uh, willing, ready and ready, willing and able to buy. You know, what is a thousand dollars?
1: And and and, fr- and from your standpoint, I guess that's just confidence and a long-term perspective yes. of yes. having to think like I have to think past this one hour yes. where this money is on the line. Yes. And just to know that just, there's another day and this there money. is another
2: day, another house, another deal.
0: I'm totally going off script now. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: so, <laughs>
0: so tell me about negotiation for a second here yeah. and what I, wanna, what I wanna chat about is when you first have that offer and you say, we're bringing you an offer, um, tell me about how you frame it, how you set it up and... Because I think, I think setting the tone to start the transaction, like the first time, you've Mm -hmm. maybe you booked a showing, but you've really communicated the person, that might might have been over showing time or something, now you're on the phone with the person. How do you set the tone? am
2: I buyer's agent or listing agent? Start with the buyer's agent. Mm -hmm. So if I'm a buyer's agent, I'm sitting with the buyer, writing the offer and communicating with the agent, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. So I'll just call the agent, hey, congratulations, I have an offer for you. That's the minute you start with that, they know that we've worked hard enough to put it there. Yeah, him or she may not look at it. Oh, congrats! Big deal. Let me take a look at the offer first. Totally. And then you explain to them, look, I'm taking instructions from my buyer. It might be a low ball offer, and that's okay, uh, because if I'm on the listing agent side uh, and you're telling me that you have an offer for me, I'll go sit with my sellers and I say, listen, I don't know what the offer is, but whatever it is, we have 50% chance that we'll do the deal because there's an offer on the table. But if there's no offer on the table, we have this much percentage chance of closing the deal. You know what? So true.
1: What's yeah. not, what's nice about that too is you're right. Like you can be instantly upset that you have yep. a lowball offer, yeah. or you can be happy that you have, you have an offer that you didn't have 10 minutes ago, no, exactly. and that's the starting point.
2: That's it. The minute you, congratulations, I have an offer for you. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. What is the offer? So yeah. Did you hear me? Congratulations. Yeah. And then you sort of kind of break the ice and you talk, okay, where do you want to meet up? Or do you want me to email it to you and this and that? And then you just tell them a little about your clients and where they're coming from or why is that price? And if, if you think you are solid on your price, then you send CMA with that and said this is why we've come up with this price. Yeah.
1: And, will you, and is that something that you'll do often? Is you'll, you'll, you'll send the full on proof as to this is where they come from? All the time, all
2: the time, yeah. Back in when I started, we, I would actually meet the the listing agent right. and the, the seller clients. and on present the table your present the offer yep. wow. oh yeah here this is who I am these are who my clients are and you talk and you wait in the car and get the deal done right there and there's no emails there's no cell phones at the time when I first started <laughs> you know so it was a little pager going off, beeping off. Oh, give me some more milk, you know, things like that. <laughs> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Stuff like that. Wife had to pay yeah, of number. Course. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. But yeah, we, did, we went through that too. So, so, so tell
0: yeah. me when um, a realtor gets heated on the other side, because mm-hmm. they're unhappy or something, they feel of course. slighted. Yes. Um, how do you respond to that?
2: A lot of times it's best if, if there is actually... Okay, so don't always give in the fact that, oh, he's he's temperamental so you got to go down to that level no of course not i mean you know you're you're worth as much as he is or she is totally so maybe it's best to say okay you know what let's just close our conversation right now and let's talk in about an hour give him some time to pull off and uh, smart. and yourself to pull off and phone back in an hour and say okay where were we let's start
1: and does that seem to help when you all do that all the time
2: all the time wow it also helps me too because I'm also now all frazzled. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I want to continue with that conversation? Because I know that it's not going to get us anywhere. The end result is to sell the house, to make a deal work with the, for the buyer or the seller, whomever you're representing. And so good to walk away for about an hour, have a glass of water or something like that, talk something different. And within that hour, don't discuss real estate. Yeah. It's best just to let your mind wander somewhere else or phone a buddy and go for a quick drink or something like that. And then phone back and say, okay, uh, let's start. Here's my offer. What do we want to do? There's
1: yeah. a lot of people today who, and, 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 and it's crazy, but um, you, you never speak to somebody over the phone. It's text messages and it's emails. And then somewhere maybe at the end mm. there's, and, you know, you, we should talk to those people about how to deal with difficult transactions because they probably have more mm. um, because they've never actually spoken to somebody. You make a very big effort. Always. Like that—that that is your thing like you want I'm to have a, a conversation
2: i'm a pen and paper kind of guy yeah 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 totally i'll see i will go and see my clients with an offer if you send me an offer i'll print that offer up and i'll go and see my clients i don't do docusign or whatever else that's on the market yeah. i'm not a design print, reprieve, Yeah. there's nothing i yeah. don't have anything like that i'll go pen and paper always
1: and how often will you i, I mean i guess i guess in terms of, of the negotiation, all this, all this is always done over the phone with realtors. Mm-hmm. Do you find yes. that when you initiate that, that there's a lot of realtors on the other end who almost aren't prepared to have a big conversation because they're not used to it?
2: If, oh, for conversation over the phone? Yeah. I think. But that's what they are used to though. They are used to having a conversation over the phone, whereas uh, a lot of them, there's some, believe it or not, I'll make them actually come to the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. If they're really? close by the listing where my listing is, I'll get them to come over.
1: And does that make a difference?
2: Big difference. I bet. Big, big difference. I mean, yes. Granted, I've got experience, so I can read faces uh, on how badly does that person want that deal to go through. Yeah. And uh, and I've done that. Uh, my 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 sellers have accepted the offer at a certain point, and yet I was able to get another 1500 dollars just because I could read that facial uh, expression from that. It, it, also,
0: it also changes and yeah. uh, diffuses situations because they don't become that faceless other. Yes. And they talk about that in Ninja, but that is yeah. not, that's not unique to Ninja. That's just a natural.
2: Yeah, I think, I think it's important when you're, you know, you're not selling, uh, I mean, okay, uh, in today's world of Amazon, yeah, or whatever, online you can buy a suit yeah. without really trying it, but really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go to the store and try it, so you yeah. buy, you're selling a house. <laughs> totally. You're not going to buy a car without test driving it. You're gonna go by yourself. You're gonna go yourself there and do it. So why not do that for your client?
1: That's so great, Amy. Yeah. So, bit of an old school approach. But speaking of old school, speaking of old school approach, transition a little bit. 28 years, mm-hmm. and when we were speaking earlier, and Lindsay brought it up, you've always done well.
2: Grace of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well,
1: you're 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 so humble. But but you've always done well, and you would say, you know, as you know, back in the early 2000s, whatever it was, you would see certain people get into the business. You've, you know, you've been with CIR forever, so specifically at CIR, and you would look mm. at our different offices, and so-and-so would be you know, the top five this month, and then the top five, or the top year overall. And you mentioned you know, you'd see a couple people here flare up or, you know, maybe for six months or maybe one year or two years. But there was only ever a select, and I think that this is similar in all brokerages because I follow top producer yes. trends too. Yep. Yes, absolutely. It only seems to be that there's, a few handfuls of people that are really in it for the long haul. Yeah, And I think, I don't think anyone would go into any business or sacrifice the time and effort to think that they'd only like to be successful for two years. No,
2: they want to, of course not. But it doesn't
1: seem to work out. So speak a little (coughs) bit about, about what it takes to just have longevity with success in this industry.
2: So if you remember uh, from the onset, I said (coughs) I was a professional waiter as a career. If you get into real estate as a job, you won't last very long.
0: Or you're going to try it out. I'll try this.
2: Yeah, it's a job. Let me see how it is. And and if you always, every transaction, your pocketbook comes first before anything, you won't last in this business. First of all, it's got to be a career and has to be a business. You're a businessman. You are a CEO of your own company. If you think outside the box like that, I think the longevity will, will automatically come. And that's how I've always thought. And, and at the end of the day, uh, yes, people come, people go, people come, people go. Uh, still, if you consistently do what you do every day, Yeah. and if you've been successful at it, keep doing it.
1: So what are some of the things that you have done every day and you still do every day? Obviously, obviously <clears throat> business changes, but what yes. are a few fundamental staples for you? So
2: before I answer that question, the only thing I remember for my real estate course 28 years ago is one of the instructors had mentioned to us, when you go out on the field, you'll meet three kinds of realtors. You'll meet realtors who make things happen. You'll meet realtors who see things happen. And then you'll meet realtors who wondered what just happened. (laughs) (laughs) So you just want to, you know, which group do you want to belong to? (laughs) That's so funny. So So if you figure out which group you belong to, that will create success. That's yeah. great. Yeah.
1: So obviously you're part of the Make Things Happen group.
2: The He's a mover and a shaker. You're a, you're, you're a mover <laughs> and a shaker. Well, you know, if, I, I think adaptability to, to your clients, adaptability to the other agents, to the industry itself. And have a lot of respect for what you do, uh, because it's not a job, you know, it's a career. You could change five jobs in a day. How many careers can you change? You know?
1: Yeah. You can't, and, and you and you and you've really had a career for the 20 years that you've been yeah. here. Yes. So I remember there was a time where you said you used to have a house full of assistants that worked in yeah. your basement. Yes. Yes. Um, obviously, you know, there's a lot of there's not a lot of technology, some brokerage tools and stuff that help mm. with some of that now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is ours. there is there any part of your business now um, that you feel you still need? that or have you kind of created your own systems
2: that have replaced a bit of that? I created my own system from day one, actually. So I don't, uh, I'm not a technologically advanced uh, realtor. Like I said, I'm still pen and paper type of guy. Uh, However, we always do need to follow what the market trend is all about. And I'm not talking real estate. I'm talking about how business happens out there even though the end result is selling a house. It's no different than it was 50 years ago and it won't be any different 50 years from today. Selling is one thing, but getting there and getting all the education is most important. And, and I believe the brokerage that we are with, is well, we're very blessed, that's for sure.
1: So And, and yeah. you, and, and, it's, and it's great that you've said that because you actually don't need a lot more education.
2: No, <laughs> not in selling, yes
1: but you are continuously opening yourself to educational opportunities. I
2: have to. If, if you think that you're done studying, regardless of what, what field you're in, doctor or mechanic or a waiter or a realtor, if you think you're done studying, better look for another career.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so true. You've been, you, a, and you've been such a perpetual learner. You in your You have to a,
2: continuously learn. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, and a giver for that. So, so, let, so let me ask, take you back. So two two different types of realtors. You have, um, someone who's brand new and experienced. Mm -hmm. And so now, um, what advice would you give? Um, and we've asked of some of our past guests, Mm -hmm. what advice would you give an experienced realtor who's run off their feet? Um, doesn't know how to have that balance or, or, and I hate the word balance because yeah, yeah. when when the, when, you, when the way is clear, you step on yeah. the gas. Oh, yeah. The, the next year, it might not be clear. That's and, correct. And yeah, then, yeah. So yeah, then you can yeah, rest. Yeah, yeah. Well,
2: yeah. <laughs> so make pay well the sunshine. That's right.
0: right. That's yeah. exactly. And it's true. It's yeah, true. Of of course. Course. I mean, yeah. people that come up to me, they're like, yeah. oh, I'm going away. I got this great trip in April. Yeah. And you're just like, I'm sorry, what? In, <laughs> yeah. in, in, in April? In like, <laughs> Do you know when the business happens? <laughs> so, um, okay. So tell, yes. tell us how you keep your head above water when you're super busy.
2: You know, when you're... When you're extremely busy in that way, don't walk away from sharing the wealth. Mm-hmm. Share the wealth and it'll come back to you 100 fold. What do you mean by that? Refer it to other
0: realtors. Love it.
2: Refer uh, it to other realtors.
0: It. You're getting signed calls. Yeah. It's like.
2: Refer it to other realtors. You know, uh, not every realtor will say, I'm good at everything. Yeah. There's no such thing because you specialize in certain things. I'm, I'm, a, I'm very good with sellers. I've been always a listing agent more than a buyer's agent. So if I get a sign call that may not necessarily be my forte, just refer it to somebody from your office that perhaps is newer, the enthusi- is more enthusiastic than you are at the time. And so refer it out. It's okay. Just collect your referral fee, but you'll ha- make people happy, right? Love you'll, it. Get them, you'll get them started and they'll remember you. Oh, yeah. and, you, and
1: you've done a lot, you've done a lot of that. You've referred yes. out a lot of a lot. business.
2: Yes, lots of times, lots of times. And you know, it's a funny thing, um, A lot of realtors when they first came into the business in CIR, referred the business, now they've got themselves established. When they come across a buyer, Imi, uh, what listings do you have? Yeah. And so it comes back. Really? Yeah, it comes yeah. back. It's totally true, yeah.
0: plus just your mental health and, of and 25, 35, 50% of something is better than nothing.
2: Piece of pie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: It's
1: also better than doing a bad job for somebody because yeah. you just don't have the mental capacity. Yeah,
2: to you know, the job you say properly. I'm not even a buyer's agent, but you know, I don't want to lose this buyer. I'm going to go and show it. Well, you know, what attitude are you going? You're already going with a negative attitude. That's going to show to the buyer. So, That's Amy, show up.
0: Yeah. you have you have a new realtor now. Um, what advice would you give them?
2: <clears throat> in today's marketplace and today's realtor, I think technology is very important. So, go out there and get yourself and. Um, I guess abreast with all the social media. because yeah. That's where everything is happening. Do the open houses. I mean, you no, know, at the end of the day, it's still go back to the basics. I love it, yeah. Open houses, open houses, open houses. Yeah, you won't just can't walk away. You can't just walk in and say, oh, I got five listings. It's not going to happen. No. You'll have to get a few buyers come into your open houses. And, and you remember, it's not always buyers that walk into your open houses, there's also potential sellers who might be interviewing you that you might not know. So always be at your best, uh, because that might be your next seller Yeah, and continue. But in my opinion, open housing is the first way to keep going to meet new clients and also social media marketing.
1: You know, we've been to, um, and you're going to come next year, but we've been to a lot of conferences where you have people who have done you know, literally 400 deals last year, Yes. right? With a team Boy. of 10, like God. crazy, crazy, crazy people. They've been in the business for, forever. Mm-hmm. And you ask these people, you know, if you had to give an agent advice on how to get more business, you know, what would, you, and they started their story and their stories typically starts with, I sat open houses. Exactly. And That's, anybody for will never people, go away. No. no, it'll never go no, away.
0: People want to see home. houses. It's like, yeah. if I move into a place, I yeah. want to smell it, I want to yes. feel it, I want to be it, there. Yeah,
2: people will come. Yes, you also have your nosy neighbors. Yeah, totally. But don't think as a nosy neighbor because down the road,
0: one in twenty-five of them will, and one in twenty-five of them will stay in touch. Whoever walks in,
2: yeah, I'm just down the street. Oh, really? You know, do you mind if I stay in touch with you? Uh, Perhaps you might know of somebody else if I do have a listing coming up. And whatever the reason, whatever excuse you want to give them, just get their name and their address and their phone number because five years from today they will sell. You got it. And if you stay in touch with them. Uh, continuously, consistently, they will call you.
1: Be- because you just said that, mm-hmm. I'm sure that a couple people watching are going to think, well, you know, what, 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 what do you, the, your advice is to stay in touch. What do you do to stay in touch? So you still have a print newsletter yes. that yes. you swear by. Yes. Which I think is really, yeah, really I still cool. Do. So are, t- you,
0: are you doing word marketing? Or no.
2: No. Marketing? From day one, when CIR first started, uh, the mail-out system. Yes. We used to do it on a monthly basis, 12 times a year. And so our database, you know, was about 300, 350. It started growing, growing, growing. Today we have a database of 1,200. Yeah. Wow. And so we still continued on a monthly basis. Every month, 1,200 newsletters would go out with uh, stuff, <laughs> seal. And
1: did you, did and you, <laughs> and you make drop it own off newsletters? Who, yes. Who made them?
2: We made our own newsletters. wrote you, you? We ra- wrote our own newsletters, and we used CIR uh, Realty Market Watch at the time. Oh, yeah,
1: oh, So yes. our preferred client update. That's right, which is what we call preferred.
2: Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to be market-wise. That's right. Before. That's yeah. right. So we send that and then we would send something else. Uh, be it depending, let's say if it was a cancer month or something. Mm-hmm. So something to do with, with that particular time of the year. Uh, Easter, whatever it is, you, you know, write up something about, about that time. And so that was on a monthly basis. And so when CIR went to <clears throat> every two months, we continued that with monthly basis. And we still, we still do that, 1,200 letters and you use
1: Do you use the preferred client update? Yeah, I still send that every That's month. That's what you send out every? Yeah,
2: every no month. Way. Every month we send that out along with uh, something <coughs> that we just find. In, there's so much stuff you can find on Google and things like that. So, yeah, we do that. And, did, and, and
1: does that, and, you know, they say with print marketing that mm-hmm. to get something back from your print marketing efforts, you need consistency for a few years before yeah. someone. But now I bet. 25 years. That you've been doing the exact same exact.
2: thing. M- one most expensive marketing uh, budget, I guess, our marketing budget is that.
1: You must have been upset when stamps went up. Do you remember oh, when good stamps Lord. went up? Oh, I know. 30, yeah, 40 share.
2: cents, now they're like a dollar each. <laughs> that, well, that, would have been,
1: that would have been huge oh, yeah, for that it type is, of yeah. volume. So
2: then you just go to Costco and buy a roll. <laughs> That's right. But actually what we do is we just go to our uh, post office by the Northeast office. We just, send, we just drop off all our mail there, and they just stamp they just stamp it and I love
1: how you've been doing the same thing yeah. for so long. That's same
2: fabulous. Thing. You know, um, so last year I could say probably one of my, not the worst year, but one of the lowest years I've had in a long time. 70% of my business last year was from referrals out of my database. That's 70% nice. of wow. my business wow. last year was from my database. Because yeah. you're good to them. You stay in touch.
0: And you had other things in your life that were going on and things like that. Yes. So, I mean, that's, uh, that's correct. exactly. Yes. Um, but, um, 70% so, yeah. So now and, and would you see that's consistent like like this year what, what do you expect and and your your busy years you know 2014? Mm-hmm. So like
2: that, we're percentage? in the month of January I have eight deals on the table already and uh, five of them are from my database.
0: Awesome. Well, what, yeah. would, what would the other three be made up of? Sign calls? The yeah other the part? other
2: was a referral from other clients past Perfect. yeah, past clients. Oh so that's awesome. Yeah. So you actually I don't I, have any new clients. So we, we, when we, we database, said repeat referral, you don't include repeat referral.
1: referral in your database.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's no, that's wow. referral from the. Love that. Yeah, referral from our database. I tell people all the
0: time. I said your your yeah, in touch in database, in touch. and then referral systems are something different because yes. now people are track yeah. them differently.
2: Yeah, but stay in touch. And uh, one other um, little tidbit I'll tell you is you know we have to write our own contract numbers. Yeah. So my contract number is always the last name of the client. And the number of transactions that family, and the last one I just did was number seventeen.
1: Wow!
2: Yeah, wow! And that's how you
1: keep track of the that's business that I, comes.
2: How I've done with that client. That is number clever. Number seventeen in one family. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
0: Amy, Amy. thank you. I, I we can't thank you enough <laughs> for oh, coming it's, on and and it's an honor you've and given pleasure. back in the past. And I got to say, um, yeah. we we need to, the fact that you're, you're willing to do this and stuff like that is, um, we need to make use of that. And I, wow, it's I a, really appreciate that.
2: It's actually, a, it's an honor and a pleasure that you asked me. I feel very, very humbled. Cool. Yeah. Thank cool. you, Amy. Yeah.
0: Awesome, Amy, thank you so much. We really hope you guys enjoyed that. I uh, can take a few things away and we look forward yeah. to the next time we're together.
1: Thanks everybody, see Thanks. you.